0: The Beatles are a pretty nice band, and we've got a lot to say. The Beatles are a pretty nice band, talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfit a lot, so are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band, someday we'll judge if they're fine, oh yeah. Someday we'll judge if they're fine. For
1: no one. Paul sounds done with this bird. <coughs> How Jane Asher didn't turn to, uh, well, uh, ashes after hearing the song is a testament to her strength. She's an actor, and Paul sings that she has tears cried for no one. I mean, damn. Paul's never more bitter than he is here. I feel bad liking that aspect of it, but here we are. It's like reading the journal of someone on the verge of a breakup. It's real, and I like real in my music.
0: Now, that's what I call Baroque pop. Uh, Yes, lyrically, it's absolutely a tragedy. It's a song that you can, like, soundtrack the moments he is singing about in your mind. Like, I can picture her silently putting on her makeup, heading out the door, just totally dead-eyed. And musically, I love this. Like, this is... This song is the Baroque pop that more calls out to me versus, like, Eleanor Rigby. Like, Mm. you can... Like you can picture it with an orchestra, but it doesn't like beat you over the head with it like that that's does. true
1: That's right. It's just a French horn.
0: Just a French horn and the you know harpsichord
1: Right. The song was written in March 1966 while Bacardi was on holiday with Jane Asher in Switzerland. <laughs> it was originally called "Why Did It Die?"
0: Once again, I am asking you to just enjoy vacation with your girlfriend, Paul. Seriously. This guy
1: does not know how to vacation well. No. Bad vacationer. Ugh. Paul in the anthology said, I was at Switzerland on my first skiing holiday. I did a bit of skiing in hell, but quite liked it. So I went... Back, and I ended up in a little bathroom in the Swiss Chalet, writing for no one. I remember the Descending Baseline trick that it's based on, and I remember the character <laughs> character in the song, huh. the girl putting on her makeup. Oh, boy. In his semi-autobiography many years from now, Paul relates that his and George Martin's first choice to play the French horn, Maestro Dennis Brain, that's right, his last name was Brain had been booked for the session, but was killed in an auto accident before it could take place. He was half right. Brain, considered Britain's foremost horn player, did indeed die behind the wheel of his Triumph TR2 in 1957. Luckily, Alan Civil was available. The descriptive word most of it applied to his larger-than-life character was Falstaffian. The bearded, somewhat hefty Civil's reputation as a preeminent horn player, was matched by his renown as a acerbic wit who did not suffer fools, and could often be found at his off-hours tipping back a few in his beloved pubs, regaling those around him with colorful stories, when not leading sing around the piano. Given his own celebrity a call to play, Adebile's session wasn't likely to have intimidated him. That's according to Robert Rodriguez in his book Revolver. Adebile's Reimagined Rock and Roll, page 180. Uh I didn't know that about Alan Civil. Like I I knew the name and like there's a story that's probably not true about him being intimidated by uh playing a high note for the French horn. Okay. That Paul and George put in there. But uh that was that's probably that's gonna happen later on with Penny Lane. And that's a different story.
0: Oh, did he did he play on Penny Lane as well? No,
1: we did not. It was somebody else.
0: Okay. Which will yeah. we will of course
1: get to pretty soon. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Alan, so yeah, Alan Civil, uh, according to Paul McCarty, the anthology, we came to the session and Alan Civil looked up from his bit of paper and uh, George, I think mean, there's a mistake here. You've got a high F written down that George and I said, yeah, and smiled back at him and he knew what we were up to and played it. These great players will do it. Even though it's officially on the end of their instrument, they can do it and they're quite into it occasionally. It's a nice little solo.
0: Hey, man, great session players are worth their weight in gold. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, someone who, like, Ringo Starr eventually played with. Uh, and, you know, if we're going to reference, uh, give my regards to Broad Street. He was in this film as well. Toto's Steve Lukather played on, like, every freaking record in the 80s and just would show up. And they're like, all right, let's, uh, like, for example, like... Playing on uh, "Running in the Night" by Lionel Richie, he does a good guitar solo on that, and he said, "All right, we're just going to play it so you can listen to it and play along with it." And he just kind of, you know, noodling around. And then after that, he's like, "Okay, I'm ready," and goes, "Oh no, you just did it. You're done." It's like, <laughs> "All right, on on with my day." So, you know, good session musicians see that and they're, they, you know, not intimidated by it. They're just saying, "You sure? All right, fine." I wish I was like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Me too. That'd be cool. Uh, the distinctive chords were played by Paul on George Martin's clavichord, which was brought into EMI Studios from Martin's home. John Lennon admired the, the song. One of my favorites of his, John said. A nice piece of work. Maureen Cleave highlighted for no one among McCartney's contributions a deep as moving as yesterday. Mm. Ray Davies. This He's is the back. Ray Davies talking about revolver this will get covered but it won't be a hit it's really better than Eleanor Rigby and the French horn is a nice effect
0: I am back to agreeing with Ray
1: and in fact it was covered by Lou Harris and Cila Black among others uh, Robert Rodriguez says for no one is the song that benefits from being heard in mono as the vocal seems inordinately prominent in the stereo mix love counts six six but the love is
0: gone Yes Where did it go? Where, why did it die?
1: Baby, baby Where did the love go? Josie Scale I'm gonna give this A yeah
0: I agree I'm gonna give it a Yeah The Beatles are a pretty nice band Talk about them day after day But we also love the outfield a lot So are these songs better than your love?